Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! And now the pitch by Martinez is option in and hits Gerald Williams on the left hand. Dig your cleats in. Now he's going to charge them out. He's going to charge Martinez, and the fight is on. He got a right hand in before he grabbed from behind by Baratek, and now the benches are empty. It's time for Hour 2 of the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris. Yershinsky wanting to know, am I going? He is going. And Mike Lynch. It is a collision at the plate, and Yershinsky not only bangs into Barrett, bangs onto the plate, and here they Step up to the plate for hour two of the hot corner. Posenda getting into it with Barrett. I mean, there is some hooking going on in the bottom of two piles. On 1080. Root has a help. Whoa. Bautista got all he could handle with that. Wow. That's some pretty solid contact right there. The fan. Welcome to the second hour of the hot corner. If you're missing the first hour, you can get that on the Les Schwab Tires podcast at 1080thefan.com. Speaking of podcast, beers on us. We'll drop tomorrow around 4 o'clock. Tasting room episode. Check it out. We'll talk a little bit about the industry situation, but let's get happy and talk about some burrs. I found some cool stuff. Should be fun. A couple Pilsners, a couple Hoppy Beers, and a Doc Beer. I got okay. a dark Beer. Okay. I'm afraid you might have had it, but I don't remember. I mean, if I've had it, that's fine. I'll probably yeah. enjoy it, right? So I, either way. I literally thought that you said dock beer and it was like a dock dock like a boat dock oh. and that was like a different brand of beer mm. or like sub genre of beer and i'm like oh my god what like oh this was famous for sailors when they would come <laughs> and port in the new england area and certain type of beer there well, no. at least you know the details of that dock we can get beer. into our beer discussion <laughs> dock beer beers on us coming out tomorrow i only drink dock beer dock beer here dock beer here all right, let's dive into the outfield. Beer now, here. now, I don't really care how you guys did this. Mike, you just kind of picked three outfielders, right? I did. I think technically mine will work left, center, right if I do the eligible at this position right. thing. But uh, I just I picked two center fielders immediately, and I went, well, I'm going to just go with mm-hmm. three outfielders. Joe, did you pick left, center, right, or did you just go three outfielders? Oh. Uh, Doesn't matter. What did you guys do? Well, I naturally <laughs> had left and center, so I – Found a right, and I'm very happy with it. Yeah, I went, I went left, center, right. Okay, yeah. cool. I felt like that's what it was. What the trend on Twitter people yeah, were doing, well, right? Then fine, I will go left, center, right, and my eligible left fielder may have played there twice, but he's eligible. Okay, Mike, uh, you want to go first? Sure, sure. My left fielder 
mm-hmm. who may or may not be eligible at left field. Is Bernie Williams. <laughs> no, no. Is, uh, is the only baseball player that I knew who shared my birthday. And because oh. of that, I loved him. Because as a kid, I feel like everyone, when you're a kid, you always look up like who else shares your birthday from the, the, the sports that you watch or the movies that you watch or whatever. And my birthday was always, it always had very few people that I cared about, except for this one. And he was a great center fielder, one of the best fielding center fielders of uh, my generation, and also a good hitter and maybe took steroids, but we don't know for sure. Uh, it's Jim Edmonds. Ooh. He's a June 27th baby. Ooh, I like Jim Edmonds. And um, I, I, I also, again, this is a video game nerd in me. I played... I think it was MVP baseball 2003 or something like that. And what I would do as someone who was a, an aspiring sports broadcaster is I was, I would let the computer play the computer and I would just announce it into a little tape recorder. And I, I did the angels. I was the angels mm-hmm. announcer and Jim Edmonds was the center fielder for the angels in whatever game it was. And it just, you know, so that became part of it. He shared my birthday, which became part of it. And I just loved Jim Edmonds. So he is my quote unquote left fielder. All right. Even though he was a great center fielder. Fair enough. I loved him in St. Louis. Those are my my fondest memories of Jimmy Edmonds were in St. Louis. He was always kind of like yeah. he was like a like a, a bumbling kind of guy. Like he never never looked like he looked like a bowling ball. Yeah, he never looked like a pure athlete, but he nope. always made the catch. He was always there. I really liked him. Uh center field, do we all have Griffey here? Well, did you guys give your left fielder? I was gonna say, did you even say your oh, left fielder? Okay, okay. okay. We'll go I mean, left yes, then. we do all have Griffey, but did you give your left field? I did not. Oh, well, sure. Go, go please do that um, before we move on, sir. My, my left field is also one of the easiest ones on this list, and that is the great, the only man to ever play left field, the Cleveland Indian all-time RBI leader, and that is the great Manny Ramirez. The long jersey, the dreads, the laziness, but I'm still better than you. Man Ram is my guy, juice or no juice, this is my juice guy that I will proudly say is one of my all-time favorite players to play baseball. When he went to Boston, it broke my heart. But I knew he was leaving, so it didn't really break my heart. And in 2004, when they were going for a World Series, I was all in on the Red Sox because I wanted Manny Ramirez, the greatest hitting postseason player of all time. The man has a 20-game World Series hitting streak. Is that good? Do I need to say that again? Yes. He has 20 consecutive games in a World Series with a hit and an MVP. Hmm. He got hits I don't know in what, 95, what, I don't know 97, what in 04, and 90, and, uh, and 07. I don't know what happened in 2004. That's a year that's kind of gone for well, me. Well, Manny Ramirez was the MVP of the GD World Series. Okay, who did they play? The Cardinals. Hmm. Swept them in four and in fact, I believe that was an eight-game winning streak. What are you talking about? <laughs> Joe, you're left fielder. How could a team win eight straight games in the playoffs? That seems impossible. <laughs> well, I'm going to go. How many losses do they have in those playoffs? Zero. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. So no team blew a lead. That's good. Well, Mike's sodium levels at an all-time high right now. Um, I went with a tie at left field because Ooh. they were both steroid users and neither of them deserved to get to get the win. <laughs> but I went with Manny Ramirez and Barry Bonds just yeah. because Manny Ramirez with the playoff success and what he did in Boston is what stood out to me. And then, but Barry Bonds just being as good as he was and all the memories watching him play and how imposing it was. So I gave them the tie. I will say steroids aside, watching Barry Bonds is absolutely incredible. 
being alive for that and watching baseball in those few years was yeah spectacular to watch. It was all right. And I will always and I will always remember the moment when he hit it and he throws his hands into the air and you you know, he watches the ball go and it's like, "Oh, there it is." And it was just like, "Oh, okay. You're great, Barry Bonds." And then we found out that he was a gigantic cheater. But, you know, it is what it is. Kind of a D-bag, too. Kind yes. of. Yes. Kind of. That is true. Still denies it, by the way. My computer just died on me. Okay. So I'm trying to fix that right now. All right. Well, I'm assuming you still know the other positions, right? <laughs> yes, 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 of course. Okay, I- so center field, we all have Griffey, correct? I have Griffey. I have Griffey. Oh, I mean. These young baseball Yeah, fans. I have Griffey. Okay, all right. <laughs> I was like, Whoa. Adam Jones, honorable mention. Honorable but- <laughs> mention. Uh, I have Mike Trout on this list really high. Yeah, I mean, I, I was sitting there going, I want to put Mike Trout, and I went, but I can't because I have Ken Griffey. No, it's Griffey. It's Griffey. It's Griffey. I wanted to do Mike Trout so desperately, and it just couldn't happen. Uh, Griffey was my favorite player growing up. Even though I was a Yankee fan, he was my guy. And uh, I have a signed bat and jersey from him still hanging in my childhood bedroom. I had a poster in there of him as well. Um, his sweet swing, his personality. I didn't care that I was all the way across the country from him. I loved, I loved Griffey. He, yep. was, he was my favorite player growing up by far. My guy. Uh, right field, real quick. Snake this one in. This was this was a little difficult for me because I went the left center right approach, you know, and I there aren't many right fielders that I remember growing up that I was just kind of like, uh, you know, I saw on the text line someone mentioned Roberto Clemente. Uh, that's the greatest right fielder of all time. I mean, if I could have, I would have done anything. Roberto Clemente is, you know, Top five player of all time, probably in my book. Uh, the cannon there. You know, I think Ichiro is probably maybe the second best right fielder of all time. Again, a cannon and just a completely different approach to baseball than anybody else. Uh, but my choice is Vladimir Guerrero. Uh, I choose Vlad the Impaler. It's a good choice. Um, he was like, he always looked messy, you know. So much pine tar everywhere. Pine tar on his bat, pine tar or on his helmet, pine tar on his bat, pine tar all over his hands because he didn't wear gloves. That was the guy Top that of I was jersey unbuttoned. Yeah, that was the guy that I was like, this guy doesn't wear gloves and he's just swinging and raking in home runs. His legs and arms were about five times the size they should have been right. compared to his torso. I was like, this guy's amazing. He was a freak and he was really good. Um, for me, I saw this coming on the text line. Someone said Aaron Judge already. And I think give me a couple of years and Aaron Judge will be my favorite right fielder. Like I didn't pick Frankie Lindor. He's about to leave us anyway. But uh, I wonder, can you guys guess Homer pick who my favorite right fielder is? It's a Homer pick. Paul O'Neill. No. Hmm. Right field? Love Paul O'Neill. Yeah. Um, I don't got it. Legend in the playoffs. Hideki Matsui. Hideki Matsui. I Jeez. loved God. He played a little bit of left, didn't he? Oh, probably. Yeah. I mean, outfielders move around. But he, was, yeah. he was a right fielder. He became but, he became DH after a while. Um, Godzilla was a legend. Uh, him and his porn trunk and his ability to win World Series Wait, MVP. What? Oh, dude. He brought so much porn with him from Japan when he came over. Oh, so that's how two girls, one cup got over here, huh? Oh, I'm God. not sure that's how that happened. I believe that was something called the internet. 
that spread that well, around. He, he brought it over here. After uh, something called mspin.com. He made it, he made it that digital. That you should not go to at all. <laughs> as Joe gets sickened out as he remembers how many times he watched it spin. What, meat spin? I have a bookmark. I, mean, I, I know was... what it says after 60 seconds. <laughs> what are you still doing here? Is that what it says? <laughs> yeah, oh, no, and, then, no. and then it has some inappropriate name calling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. You are officially beep. Yeah, I, uh, I loved Hideki Matsui. And um, he, he was like... He looked so much older than he was. Godzilla. He had like the grandfather look, yeah. even though he was like 37. And it was like, you look like you're 70, but you're great. And World Series MVP. I love Hideki Matsui. Yeah, love they him. call him, right? Wasn't he Godzilla? Isn't he, he was one Godzilla. Of, he's one of the all-time home run leaders in, in Japanese baseball. I think he is the all-time home run leader. No, that dude who's got like 800 is. Okay. Oh, his name's O. Okay. Yeah, he's got, I believe, oh, okay. I believe the number is 808. No, it's not 808. It's like 806. That's the Nippon Baseball League, right? Yes. Nippon Yeah, he's got like 800, 806 home runs. Let me pull that Sadaharu out. Sadaharu O, 868. Ah, oh, I knew there was a six. Dang it. Very close. Dang, he's got 100 more home runs. 115 more home runs. Oh, I don't even see Matsui. Than the great oh, well, Hank because Aaron. Matsui came over here. That's probably why. Than the great Hank Aaron, the all-time home run leader. This guy's got 115 well, more. Matsui only had 332 in Japan. So they call him Godzilla anyway. Lame. Katsuya Nomura, 657. So he has 211 more home runs than anybody else. Sadaharu O. Yeah, he's got 115 more than all time in Major League Baseball. He also played there for 21 years. Get it, bro. Look at Hank. I mean, Hank's up there for the same reason. He's a manager in Japan as well. Good. He's probably probably the most famous Japanese man in the world. You know what I mean? Probably. Yeah. All right. So that's our outfielder. I'm outfield. Did Joe give his right fielder? Right fielder, Ichiro Suzuki, so is staying in Japan. Nice. But uh, I remember where I was when he broke the single-season hits record. Mm-hmm. Sherwood Ice Arena, standing there with my buddies, watching it on the TV, and I believe I was in, like, sixth grade, something like that, and just, oh God, I mean, so old. right. Yeah, just plenty of plenty of years of him playing in Seattle, and just, yeah, Ichiro, hands down. Uh, we get some calls out here real quick, and we'll go to break. Bo Jackson, Yaz, seen Yaz on here a couple times. Uh, Bonds for sure. Bonds. Nobody likes Bonds. Ricky Henderson, Andrew Jones, Gary Sheffield. Ooh, That's nice. I like Andrew Jones. Um, I like Andrew Jones too, but King Griffey Jr. is the greatest player ever. Um, yeah, Roberto Clemente. Bam. You got a Yaz in left field. <laughs> I like Gibson at all three positions. Dale Murphy, right field. Bo Jackson. Nice. Nicely done. All right, when we come back, it's rotation time, and this was, like, the easiest thing in the world for me. I had to make sure I wasn't leaving anybody off, and then I realized I was about to, and it went ding. This is actually tough for me. Oh, really? Yeah. This is so easy for me, and I, again, I don't know why. I don't know why. I never thought I was a big pitcher guy, but apparently I'm a big pitcher guy. We'll do all that next. This is the Hot Corner, 1080 The Fan. is the hot corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 the fan no lie David Bowie makes my list you can play my right field anytime David Bowie is one of the best musical artists of all time uh, this is true I do have to acknowledge this that not one person texted in until this or not none of us said Tony Gwynn 
Maybe the best pure hitter of our generation. You know what's funny? I, I apologize. I believe the answer is Manny Ramirez, but I, I apologize to you, sir. Um, Tony I, Gwynn never did it for me when I was a kid. I didn't ever watch. Padres I never baseball. watched him. No, never watched him. Ever. Co- Coincidentally, I think- I've actually seen Tony Gwynn live. Oh, really? Once before. Yeah. So the same year that I went to go see the Orioles, um, that was with a, a family trip in the East Coast. I saw first Orioles, and that's why they're my favorite team. That was my first MLB game going to Camden Yards. But then we also went to Veteran um, Veteran Stadium. Philly. And got the Phillies. And I'm sorry you went there. It was a dump. And yeah, right. Uh, Padres were in town. I think it was the last series that the Padres with Tony Gwynn were playing in Philadelphia. And me being a little eight-year-old, nine-year-old, however old I was at the time, when he came up to bat the last time, everybody gave him a standing ovation. And I asked my grandpa, who's that? What's going on? Joe Fisher the first? Uh, this was actually Grandpa Ernie. Okay, so, got it. Yeah, um, Not and, cool enough to share the family name. Yeah, no, this will step-grandpa, you know, remarriage, all that. So, And he uh, he let me know that's Bert. Tony Gwen. That's one of the best players of all time right there. So, Yeah, I only rem- I, my only memories from him are All-Star Games, Retirement Tour, and the 98 series. Or is it 99? 98. 98. I remember, I mean, honestly, I don't even remember him in the 98 series. No. I, I remember Tony Gwynn. After the fact and watching highlights and seeing stats, that's all I remember for him. So he was not, he was not even a consideration for me in terms of player that I watched. Um, so start, sorry, Padre fan. Yeah, sorry, buddy. Um, starting pitching. Okay, I am going to go first because you, I, you were very certain with your list. Yes, and I'm just going to give you all five of them at once. Um, the first two were extremely easy. It's the one of the most. One of the earliest memories I have, the earliest baseball memory I have is Edgar hitting the double into the gap and Griffey scoring. But we never did DH, by the way. I know. I realize that. We can do that later. It's a made-up position anyway. Um, Shut up. (laughs) It it literally is a made-up position. You're a made-up position. Um, Your mom's a made-up position. Um, Outside of the Edgar hit, Edgar double into the gap and Griffey scoring, I will always remember the day I looked up at the television and saw the Bulldog, Oral Hershiser, pitching against Tommy Glavin in Game 2 of the 95 World Series, and that is when I was hooked on baseball. Did you put both of them on your list, then? Both of them are on my list. Mm. It is Oral Hershiser. That's sexy. It is Oral Hershiser, Tommy Glavin, uh, maybe the best pitcher I ever saw in Pedro Martinez. Uh, I have Mike Mussina on this list. I used to bowl like Musina pitches. Whenever I'd bowl, I made like a fake knuckle curve. Okay. And I used to always hold the mitt real close to my face and kind of like jump into defensive position like Moose because I always loved him. I always thought he was so great. Um, any of my friends listening that used to, like when we were kids, like Mike Musina was my guy. Uh, and number six has to be the human drumstick, Bartolo Colon. Okay. Won a Cy Young in Cleveland. That's kind of like my homer pick. Hershiser I fell in love with as an Indian uh, but obviously made his bones as a Dodger. Uh, I think I saw a list ranking him like the 33rd greatest pitcher of all time, and he's not in the Hall of Fame. Okay, that's weird. Uh, but yeah, Hershiser, Glavin, Pedro, Moose, Bartolo. I have three Yankees on this list. Of course you do. Tell me you have fat boy David Wells. I do not. Dang it. I do not. Uh, Mike Piscina, I love. Love Moose. I loved Moose when I was growing up. I'm, I'm just sad he never got a ring. Andy Pettit. Number two, fair. Uh, he is someone who was a steroid user. He admitted to using PEDs or, or HGH to recover from injury. 
But I still honestly believe Andy Pettit's one of the good guys in baseball. I do too. And um, one of the best postseason pitchers he was, we've ever seen. He was one of the best postseason pitchers, and he was such a nice guy until he held his glove to his face. And all you saw were the eyes staring at the you. The eyes. It was an OS moment for the hitter yep. of. Those deep, deep, scary here eyes. Comes some tough lefty pitching. Uh, number three. This is one that I almost forgot, and I'm very happy I saw. It was an honorable mention on the list. Orlando El Duque. Hernandez. Ooh, El Duque, that leg kick. El Duque, for a long time, was the Yankees' best postseason yeah. pitcher. He was so clutch. And he was like their number four starter, number five starter most of the time. But the leg kick and the personality, mm-hmm. he was having I mean, so much fun playing all the time. So those are my three Yankees on the list. Uh, outside of that, I got Greg Maddox. And I have the professor. I have Johan Santana. Ooh, Johan Santana, huh? I loved his changeup. He actually slaughtered the Yankees, and I hated him when I watched him play. Good. But he was so good. So much he was fun. good. Until, Joe? He, until he went to the Mets, then he wasn't anymore. But on the Twins, he was great. Yes, Mike, I agree with you because Johan Santana is one of my five. Ooh, nice. Well. Yes. Uh, he was a stud with Minnesota. Um, it was unfortunate it didn't go as well in New York. In New York, yeah, yeah, it could have too. Really bummed me out because the Mets have always sucked, and mm-hmm. uh, he was good. Not and, always. Well, for the majority, almost always. Of, for the majority of the time, they have. Um, but I went with uh, Johan Santana. I went with uh, Randy Johnson, of the course, unit. the big unit. I went with Felix Hernandez. Ooh, nice call, dude. Felix could crack my list. Felix could have easily cracked my close. list if I didn't have Bartolo Colon. Mm-hmm. Like, the other four guys are untouchable for me, but Bartolo's fat butt, like, there's just <laughs> no way, man. Baseball <laughs> baseball is a treasure when Bartolo's in the league. So I got uh, Felix, and then my last two, going with Dontrell Willis, the D-Train. You know, ooh. I almost picked Dontrell ooh. Willis, too. Again, the leg ooh. kick. Mm-hmm. Baby. The leg kick. Exceptionally good at the plate, too. Yeah, not um, so bad. And then uh, one of my favorite uh, curveball throwers of all time, Barry Zito. Ah, uh, yeah. Disgusting, some of the things he would do out there. Barry Zito made a curveball cool before Clayton Kershaw. Yes, he did. You know what I mean? He yes, was the he reason why I would try and look on YouTube for 12 to 6 curveball yeah. highlights. Like, yeah. I was like, dude, he, I want to see a compilation of just the nastiest curves and, out there. and most knees buckling. And most guys threw, like, three in their career, and he was throwing five an inning. Yeah, Barry Zito was cool. I loved that, that whole big three there. Like, Tim Hudson, I loved Tim Hudson. Mark Mulder. He, Tim Hudson was my guy. Yeah, man. Mm. Mm, mm, I, I miss mm. the original big three. It's like the ones that are like, like that one at the A's. Mm-hmm. It's just like, or the obviously the Braves one. With yeah. Smoltz and Maddox and Gladys. Yeah, that's the original. Yeah, that's the, that's the, is that the original original? It's got to be the OG. I mean, no, I'm, no, the OG is the, the Orioles in the 70s. The Jim Palmer. Those guys all won 20 games. Mm, okay. A um, couple of texts that I see here. Uh, Oral Hershiser, Nolan Ryan, Frank Viola, Jack Morris, big unit, Randy Johnson, and El Duque. Someone else with El Duque. That's obviously a Yankee fan. Yep, there's, Nobody would pick El Duque if it wasn't a Yankee yeah, fan. Yeah, there's a lot of Nolan Ryan on here. Tom uh, Seaver. This, this crowd is too young for Nolan Ryan. Yep. Um, Dave Stewart, John Smoltz. Mark Fidrich. The Rocket. Um, Josh Beckett. Um, that was for me. I know that. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's some cool stuff. I'm sure there's other guys. I only own one baseball jersey, and that's Corey Kluber. You know, the clue bot has is, is got to be high on my list. You know who almost made my CC list? CC Sabathia. I wear my hats kinked to the right just a touch because of CC Sabathia. Sabathia is on that list. This list is just really hard to crack. I almost have put Cliff Lee 
on my list. Fair, dude. I love Cliff Lee. Yeah. If Cliff Lee didn't have Tommy John surgery the year CC won a Cy Young, we'd be in the we'd have won the World Series, but we blew it to the Red Sox. This text says Greg Maddox. Yeah, I put him on my list. He was on my list. Yeah, not my favorite of the big three. The best of the big three, of I course, think. Of course. Um, but yeah, I love Tommy. I love Tommy Glavin's junk. Nice, <laughs> nice. Make sure we pull that one. <laughs> You were so excitable saying uh, I know, that too. I, know. I love his junk. <laughs> so <laughs> good. I just, I just think, uh, I just thought his off-speed pitches were quite brilliant. Mm. I, w- I will say that baseball that has that some means? of the best vernacular, like junk and stuff. Yeah, yeah, he's got the best stuff. But yes, I will pull that. Thank that you. will be a draft. All right, when we come back, we'll get to relief pitchers, and I'll have some fun with this. I'm sure I know where some of you guys are going. We'll do that next. But first, here's Joe with sports. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Eight thirty-seven here on the Fan, and let's wrap this bad boy up. We got relief pitchers and DH. Um, Michael, you have me intrigued. But I don't think we've gone to Joe first. So we can have Joe go first if Joe wants to go first. Yeah, I can do that. All right. Your favorite relievers of all time. Favorite relievers of of all time. I went with two. Number two. uh, Went with Eric Gagne Ah. for one of them. Very popular on the text line. Yes, yes, of course. How many saves? 56? Something like that. Yeah. A lot. A lot. Yeah. Uh, A lot of juice in his veins doing it. Yeah. Patrick, okay. Sorry, you young kids. You, but you need to bring that damn millennials. I stay positive here about my favorite players who are clearly cheaters. We're all on drugs. Um, <laughs> no, I mean the glasses, the goggles. Yeah, yeah oh yeah, it was the, a whole look. He had the image, you know. Um, but yeah, definitely a juicer. I told you at the beginning that uh, steroids would not have an effect on my list. Well, Barry um, Bonds was tied for your left field role, as was Manny Ramirez. So. Yes, but uh, that was that was a close call. You know, there was a compromise there. Easy on the made. Manny Ramirez. He was trying to get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It was for the right reasons. Maybe I should give him the nod. Uh, Eric Gagne, and this one might be controversial, but uh, he was quite the polarizing figure during the Giants World Series championship run. And it was close. I John had to, Rocker. I had to go with him. I totally thought he was going to say John Rocker. I had to go with either him or my man Jim Johnson over there in Ooh. Baltimore. But he kind of fell off the face of a planet, as did this guy. But Brian Wilson. Brian Wilson. Again with the look. Yeah. That, that was the thing for a while there. Relievers had their own kind of style, and that was, that was kind of cool. I enjoyed that. His beard was on point. On all point. All the time. Some yeah. solid beard oils he was probably using for that thing. Very Every day he would shave that thing into a perfect like square on his jaw. But, uh, yeah, you want to talk about. It did not move. Like, and then he did stuff with his hair, and it got weird. He did a lot of things that were weird. Let's be real. Um, but, yeah, talk about like a up and like just. Being in the limelight and then completely vanishing from it. Right. I mean, my God, that didn't guy was he intentionally on... vanished from it at the end. Yeah, I wouldn't. Like, didn't he go all Jared Leto and and go out on some sort of like fourteen day yeah, meditation? But, yeah, Ricky but Williams I... and just vanish and smoke a bunch of pot for a few months. Yeah, but I think it's because he lived the life of every closer, but two that or three, I guess you could say, that are hot for a second and then bye bye. Dude, he was on like nightly talk shows, like. I don't know if Letterman was still on during that time, but 
I mean, Kimmel, those ty- he would go on those shows, and that does not happen for a lot of baseball players, let alone a relief pitcher. And right. uh, yeah, Letterman was definitely on. As was Jay Leno. I was gonna say I don't know what year um, they they jumped off air, but Who are yeah, the three Brian you were Wilson, about Patrick Eckersley, mm-hmm. Mo, and Hoffman. Yeah, those are three. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those are the only ones with long distance. Yeah. That I that I can think of. I mean, there there might be somebody else up there, but who's fourth all time saves? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you? Well, you know, number one, Mo. That's, that's Mo, Mister Unanimous. Um, I mean, God, I I love that man. <laughs> my family loves that man. My aunt always makes the joke that. Uh, she tells, tells my uncle, she goes, I'll leave you for one person. That's Mariano Rivera. <laughs> if he comes and wants to marry me, I will marry him. Uh, and number two, out of left field, and it's because even though the Yankees did not get the benefit of this, it is the some of the best memories I've ever had in baseball. It's Byung-Yun Kim. Oh. Because he gave up two of the greatest Yankee wins in the history of the franchise. Sir. Uh, with the with the back to back games blowing ninth inning leads at Yankee Stadium, Brocious in Game Five, Jeets in Game Six. Yep, with in, an Alfonso no, Soriano double in November. Of, in November, giving Jeets Mister November, Mister November, nine eleven year. Uh, Tino, I think, did it in the other game. It was a, a Soriano double and a Tino home run in the in extra innings. I, I think it's Scott Brocious. No, no, no. Well, that tied it. Oh, there, oh. Was, there was the tying home run. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And then gotcha. I think there, Tino was the winning home run, and then Soriano was the winning double. Um, I, 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 I fought Trevor Hoffman, right? I was going to mm-hmm. say Mo and Hoffman. I, li- mm-hmm. I like Trevor Hoffman a lot. People think I don't because I always say Mo's better than him because, well, he was. It's just a fact. But I love Trevor Hoffman. Um, but no, it <laughs> because of the memories, because of the amount of times I've watched that stupid 2001 World Series DVD, even though the Yankees lost it, um, is because those were some of the greatest memories of my life. Yeah. I remember watching those games live super late at night, especially the ones that were in Arizona and just like sitting at the foot of my parents' bed and just freaking out. And um, yeah, so Mo and Bunyan Kim. My first one is Keith Folk um, from the Oakland A's and then the Boston Red Sox. No. And some of this is because I watched Keith. How dare you? I watched Keith Folk on TV. I read his lips, said, we bleeping did it. After the uh, ground ball to win the World Series. Um, and he jumped into Veritech's arms. But I saw that guy and he swore. And he hooked it up on some fantasy leagues in my early days of playing fantasy. So I go Keith Folk. And then my number two is, uh, and it's so funny that this is the reason why I like him. My number two is Ugith Urbina. Because Ugith Urbina always looked like a drug cartel. Wow. <laughs> I was like, this guy should be in a mafia movie. This guy is so clean. He had the chin strap that was like the most pristine trim chin strap I'd ever seen. Uh, and so, yeah, I like Duga Thurbina. <laughs> I know the name, but I'm like, what is, who is Duga I almost put Octavio Dotel on this because <laughs> once Octavio popped up, he'd get traded at the trade deadline. And I'd scramble to pick him up in fantasy. What team do you remember Duga Thurbina on? Florida. He, he was the closer for the Marlins for years. No. He wasn't. He was, I remember him from the Marlins. He played for the Marlins one year. In 97? 2003. Oh, you then it's the, the 2003, yeah. Yeah, he was the closer for him. You, you know the team he spent most time with? No. Montreal. 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 It was an expo from 95 to 2001, then a Red Sox, then a Ranger, a Marlin, a Tiger, a, and a Philly. Yeah, I liked Uga Thurbina. Uga Thurbina. I can't think of anybody else. I wasn't going to put Fernando Rodney on this. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Let's go with the alarm. Yeah. 
Who's some other people on here? Brad Lidge, Raleigh Fingers, Brad a lot of Eric Lidge. Gagne. God. Brad Lidge. Brad Lidge. <laughs> He's still. Still watching that. Brad, home run. Brad Lidge is still watching that home run pool hit off him. Maybe Billy Wagner is a good one. <laughs> yeah. Do you, you know, there was a starting pitcher that I really wanted to put on my list that I just couldn't get on there, and it was Doc Holliday. I really wanted to get well, Doc I, on there. It's funny. I picked Cliff Lee over him. Mm-hmm. I, I liked Roy Holiday, but he was so boring. Ugh, where it, so I, sexy. I mean, he was great, but for whatever reason, Cliff Lee just appealed to me more. I don't know why. Um, who are the guys that make your hate team? Because mine's like Bryce Harper. Kevin Euclid. Fernando Rodney. Dustin Pedroia. Oh, yeah. Pedroia's a tool bag. Pedro Martinez. A.J. Pierzynski. Bill Miller. John Lackey. Stop naming the 2004 Red Sox. <laughs> what? That team didn't exist. <laughs> Jason Veritek. You can't hate Veritek. I do hate Veritek. He's their Jeter. Come on. He shoved A-Rod in the face with his glove. And A-Rod deserved it. I know he did. I know he did. Uh, real quick, who you got DH? Oh, Jim David Tomei. Ortiz, duh. <laughs> Jim Tomei. That's why I put a DH. Yeah, you put Tomei at DH? Tomei as well, yes. Uh, my DH is Edgar, the double to the gap. Uh, and if it's not, it's so funny that I have how many Mariner mentions, you know, are on my list. Uh, and I'm not even a Mariner fan. Uh, if it wasn't if it wasn't him, it'd be like... Applebaum's on my hated list, too, by the way. <laughs> Everybody hates that guy. Uh, <laughs> Max Schilling. Scherzer. hate Kurt Max Schilling. Scherzer. I don't hate Kurt Schilling. He's a tool bag, but I enjoyed watching him pitch. Um... What else was I thinking of? Oh, AJ Pierzynski. Ew. Bye. Bye. I hate you so much. I hate you so much. <laughs> I'm sure there's other people too, like Justin Verlander. Go. Go no away. Just go away. Anyway, that was fun. Ugh. Kevin Millar. Ugh. And he's on TV every day. Every day. With Chris Rose, two guys being tool bags on a tool bag show, and that guy's got a ring that he stole from you. <laughs> mm. Oh, God. I think the Red Sox I hated the most was Kevin Euclid. I hated Kevin Euclid. Why, the bald became, head? What do you got against bald people? Everything. Uh-huh. No, no, no. I just, he's the guy who, when he's on your team, you love him, but when he's not, you hate him because he's like the. He's always angry, mm-hmm. and he's a thousand percent energy guy. And when mm-hmm. he's on the other team, you hate him. And then he was a Yankee, and I kind of had a tough time not liking him. But you know, to be fair, when I was a kid, I really hated Derek Jeter. I really hated him. A lot of people did. Yeah, I mean, it's just jealousy, you know. I'd see him jump over the jump over the railing and celebrate, and I was like, I just want to smack you in the face. I just want to hit you in the face <laughs> so bad. And then as I got older, I, you know, realized, like, you watched one of the greatest baseball players of all time. You fast forward in 100 years, and they just mention one player from the 90s. There's a good chance that it's Derek Jeter. Um, also, Craig Kimbrell. Hate him. Well, yeah. What the, he's a jerk. He's, he's like the kid from Rookie of the Year. Yeah. He's like arms all messed up. Yeah. All right. When we come back, we'll wrap this bad boy up. This is the Hot Corner, Portland sports leader, Tony the fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. 
I like this text. I hate Don Zimmer for trying to hurt Pedro Martinez. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> That's the joke. He, grabbed, he, he grabbed the old man by the head and threw him to the, the ground. The old man came charging yeah. at him. What was he well, supposed to do? Pedro punch him? deserved it. Was he supposed to do punch him? Yes. Pedro was like, get out of my way, old man, and just slightly no. guided him to the ground. Slightly <laughs> guided him. He grabbed him like he had, like, crab claws and threw him to the ground. If Pedro would have done nothing, he would have been assaulted. Exactly. He would have gotten hurt. And people would have, people would have Assault. called people would have called him a punk because he got beat up by an old man who could barely talk because his brains were all scrambled. Don't you dare. That's actually a decent drop right there, too. (laughs) Oh, the great Don Zimmer. The great Don Zimmer. Shut up, Mike. Nobody thinks Don Zimmer's awesome. Yes, yes, they do. Yeah, a bunch of you losers. That's it. (laughs) Nobody that really watches baseball outside Uh, of New York. I I think the Rays like Don Zimmer. He coached for them for a while. Oh, cool. That's more than just you guys in New York. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Uh, What do you guys... What do you guys... Everybody talks about this, and I feel like we always do this at the end. Oh, I have – I watched Endgame. Oh, good. Yeah, so we're there. I'm going to watch Far From Home tonight, I think. Okay. Did yeah. you like Endgame? Did you like the end of Endgame? I did. I did. Um, yeah, it was kind of cool. I didn't see it all coming. It's a nice little bow. Nice little wrapped up. So that's kind of good. Yeah, I think you like Far From Home, too. It's a good yeah, movie. I don't really like Spider-Man. Yeah, I know, but it's a good movie. Yeah, I was trying to watch that the other night uh, by non-legal means and was uh, struggling to do that. So I know, I think I have one waiting for me at home. I got to sift through three of them. Yeah, I got to figure out how to watch that with the boy, the far from home. Yeah, well, it's not on any streaming. It's not on Disney Plus. It's not on Netflix. It's oh, not on Amazon. I, I know. I found out. It's on Stars. Oh, really? Stars. Didn't that get taken off like Xfinity? Don't they put... Is that not on Xfinity anymore? Nope, not a choice either, because then you can do the login with your provider, mm. you know, and I, yeah, found that out. So Xfinity, not an option there either. So. Still can't get MLB Network if you got an Xfinity account on the, on the MLB at Bad App. Oh, that's weird. So dumb. Yeah. It's so dumb. That's right, because when you try to watch the playoffs, they'll put the playoffs on MLB TV. Yeah, it doesn't let you. It doesn't let you watch. Unless you have Xfinity. a subscription. Yeah. So dumb. I just want to watch MLB Network. Like, that's all I want to do is throw up. Throw up on the TV. Put it on the TV. You want Better. to throw up on the TV? <laughs> uh, yeah, like, you know, I just... Because those, 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 yeah. those guys are going to be like, oh, the virus, the virus, what are we going to do? They're going to be like, all right, it's bored. You want to talk about your favorite pictures from the 70s? And like six old white dudes are like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you get pumped. I don't know if you saw this, but Ken Burns told PBS to put baseball on for free. Uh... Oh really? Put put the baseball documentary on for free because we're missing spring training. He that thought it would be fantastic. He I, thought it he thought it'd be a good thing for people to be able to see. I never watched it. My dad owned it originally, and I oh, never yeah. I never watched. I mean, I watched it kind of casually, mm-hmm. but I'd like to watch it now that I've become the diehard baseball fan that I have because I think it'd be really enlightening to to watch because I know how much he focuses on the really early baseball mm-hmm. and it kind of gets a little bit quicker as he moves mm-hmm. forward. Mm-hmm. It'd be really interesting to kind of to follow that along. I have watched the whole series through probably three or four times. Um, I remember when it came out, my dad watched it and I ended up watching a lot with him and I probably watch it every two or three years. I feel like, especially since we've been doing this show, mm-hmm. I've probably seen it twice since we've been doing this show. 
Um, it's just so great, dude. They don't get to Babe Ruth till like the fourth episode. Right. And they're all two and a half hours long. <laughs> so it's it's really rad. Um, I highly recommend that. I also have this box set that an ex gave me uh, that is extended highlights of every World Series from 1948 to 2009. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. You can watch the Yankee Dynasty. And it's like extended highlights. So it's like an hour and a half long highlights of the World Series. That's really cool. Yeah. Have you watched that through? Not all the way through, but I've like. Because that's a lot of hours. Yeah, it's it's a lot of hours. Like I've gone back and I've seen like Bob Gibson and Sandy Koufax and, you know, Reggie Jackson and Kirk Gibson. And you can like actually watch that stuff. Is it weird to watch it? Because I'm assuming it looks grainy in the, in the old footage. For sure. You had. Is I watched strange, Don Larson's perfect game. Is it strange watching baseball that way? How after how we watch it now? Uh, well, yeah, and I think it's all just because of the camera angles. I don't think it's because of the grainy footage. Because it's like I think, behind home plate. Yeah, I think it's more the angles. Like it's this side behind the third base dugout where you watch pitching, and it's not behind mm-hmm. the pitcher. So that's kind of weird. Also, it's a little sped up, right? Like the way because of the way the cameras were, like it looks mm-hmm. things look faster. Yeah, yeah. But I highly recommend watching it. It's pretty cool. Uh, stay safe out there, guys. And uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. And we'll probably, I don't know, maybe we'll find something fun like this to do next week while we're just sitting around waiting for baseball. And uh, go support your local your local breweries and your local restaurants and stuff. Buy to-go food. The grocery store doesn't need any more of your money. Please help the little guys. These are trying times, and we're out there rooting for you guys. Uh, Beers on Us podcast tomorrow at 4 p.m. Outside of that, that's Mike Lynch, Joe Fisher behind the glass. I'm Patrick Harris. Go do something I would do, like maybe watch baseball for the fifth time. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.